Today's Tanya for the 15th of Teves is the beginning of Tevek Yud, chapter 10 on page 147. Until now, the Al-Tadebbe has explained in the first nine chapters, the Al-Tadebbe has explained the nature of the godly soul and the nature of the animal soul in order to explain what a Bainani is and what the struggle of a Bainani is and what makes the Bainani not be a tzaddik. Where is he lacking that prevents him from being a tzaddik? And in the introduction, in the preparation for this explanation, the Al-Tadebbe describes the two neshamas, the powers of the neshamas, the garments of the neshamas, the place of the nefesh abahamis, nefesh alikis, and the struggle that they have between them. Now, getting back to the definitions with which the Al-Tadebbe began, in order to introduce the Bainani, the Al-Tadebbe first explains the level of tzaddik, and, the, and within the tzaddik, the two levels of the tzaddik gomer and the tzaddik she'enei gomer, and then the rasha, and the two levels within the rasha, and then finally to the Bainani, Peirik Yud. Now, when a person strengthens his godly soul, and he battles so intensely with his animal soul, until he has displaced the animal soul, the evil of the animal soul, from the left side of the heart, as it says, and you shall eradicate the evil from within you. And within you doesn't mean from among the people. It means within each person in his animal soul. How does this happen? The Al-Tarebbe described in the previous Pedic that when the love of the godly souls Ava Hashem reaches the level of Ava B'Tainugim not just the level of Ava, Aza, Kirish, Pe'esh, then the love, which is now pleasure, overflows the borders of the godly soul's place in the heart, which is in the right side of the heart, and it enters into the left side of the heart, and there it affects the animal soul at its core, which is its pleasure, and the animal soul develops a pleasure for godliness. So when the person does this, to such a degree that he actually removes completely the evil of the animal soul, its unclean garments. But, But even after removing all the evil, removing the unclean garments, the animal soul does not become literal good, it is not converted into goodness, which means the animal soul does not totally desire godliness. Then, then this is this person is called the incomplete tzaddik. If the animal soul had been converted into godliness, then the person's love for God would take on a whole new intensity and a whole new strength. Because the animal soul's love for whatever it loves is more intense than the godly soul's love. Because the animal is basically emotion, the animal soul, more so than the godly soul. And therefore, in emotions, the animal soul is stronger. 
So if the animal soul's emotions had been transformed or channeled from the love and desire for physical things to a love and desire for godly things, then the tzaddik's love for God would be significantly increased. So if this doesn't happen, he has removed the evil from the animal soul. He has removed the desire for physical things. But it hasn't been replaced in the animal soul with a desire for godliness. He doesn't have a passion for godliness coming from his animal soul. Then, then he is called a tzaddik she'enei gomer. He's an incomplete tzaddik. Incomplete in that his love for God is not as strong as it could be. Because in the complete tzaddik, in the perfect tzaddik, he loves God not only with the full extent of his godly soul, but also with his animal soul. This person is also called tzaddik v'ra'aloi. Dahainu, which means, sheyesh be'adayin ma'at He is called a tzaddik who has evil, which means that the evil is his, he has mastered it completely as the Altareb explained earlier in Tanya. But what that implies is that there still exists a trace of evil, some vestige of evil within him. Only this little bit of evil that is left is, is nullified and is bottled to the good because it is so minute. That's why it appears to him, to the person, that the Yetzirah has left completely. That there is no evil left in him at all. Because it is so overwhelmed and nullified by the good, the, the person does not experience his animal soul at all. In not experiencing it, he assumes, or it appears to him, that he has completely eradicated it, and that he no longer has an animal soul. But that's only in appearance. In truth, as the devil will soon say, if it had completely left, meaning to say, if all the unclean garments had been totally removed from the animal soul, then the animal soul's core would have become good. Since it hasn't become good, it must mean that there is still some resistance. There is still some block that prevents the, the core of the animal soul from becoming holy, from desiring godliness which means that the garments are not completely removed. And so there's still a little bit of unholiness clinging to the animal soul. So the, the title, Tzadik V'zaloi, is a description of the animal soul of the Tzadik. The title, Tzadik Gomur, that describes the positive side, the Asetev. In his love for God, he is incomplete because he doesn't love God with his animal soul. And in terms of removing the evil, the sur in the sur he is also incomplete because there's still a trace of the evil left and therefore he's called tzaddik v'ra'aloi. So although it appears to him as if he has completely removed all evil from his animal soul, aval be'emes ilu cholach if in truth all the evil had left and had been removed from within him then it would have been converted into actual goodness 
And so this is the incomplete tzaddik, incomplete in his love for God, not for any failure of his godly soul, but because the animal soul is not joining in this love for God, and the reason the animal soul is not joining is because there's still some trace of evil left that prevents the animal soul from being transformed into good. Birinian's explanation of the matter is as follows. Because in comparing the imperfect tzaddik to the perfect tzaddik in whom the evil has become good, in other words, his animal soul now desires godliness, and that's why he's called tzaddik v'tevlei. That's why he is also known, in addition to being described as the perfect tzaddik. He's also known as the tzaddik who has good, and not, not the tzaddik who has evil. How does this happen? Why is he called tzaddik v'tevlei? Because it's not enough that he has completely subdued the evil within him, but the evil has become good. So he is called tzaddik v'tevloi. That's a description of his animal soul. Tzaddik gomur, that's a description of his love for God. His love for God is perfect, and his animal soul has become good. This comes about by completely removing the unclean garments from the animal soul. What does it mean to completely remove the unclean garment? The unclean garment is the inclination towards the physical. The fact that the animal soul by nature takes pleasure in eating and in sleeping and in drinking and so on. Those are the unclean garments. If the animal soul could find its pleasure in mitzvahs, then, the, then that would be a clean garment, a holy garment, and the animal soul its core being, the pursuit of pleasure, would now be into holiness. What does it mean to completely remove the unclean garments? He despises completely, utterly, the pleasures of this world, which means that he despises the even the thought of the right of pursuing the pleasure of of the things that people take pleasure in. In other words, it's not that he despises food, he despises the the taking pleasure in the food. Because it merely gratifies the physical appetite and it does not serve a godly purpose. So it's not the food that he despises, because if he eats it for a godly purpose, then the food is fine. But it's the taking of the pleasure, the pursuing of the pleasure in order to fulfill the appetite, this he despises. Mipnei, why does he despise it? What what harm does it do him that makes him despise it? So the Alter Rebbe says, Mipnei hiyesam nimshochem v'nishpoye me'aklipa v'sitra'achro by the very fact that they are derived from unholiness, from klipa, 
Rechol Masho Me'asitra Achra Atzadi Gomer Husseini B'Tachlis Asino and anything that comes from the other side from unholiness the perfect tzaddik hates it with an utter hate. So it's not because of some particular harm that this unholiness does to the tzaddik. It's by the very fact and for the very fact that this is unholy for that alone the tzaddik despises it. And this despising of the evil comes about as a result of his great love for God and for God's holiness with a love that is pleasure and an additional uh, delight or affection as is described earlier the difference between Ava Bitainugim and Ava Aza Kirish Now, in this despising of the evil, there are two levels. One is to hate evil, the other is to despise it. Hating is a lower level, despising is a higher level. Hating is still some kind of a relationship. When you hate something, you're relating to it. To despise something means that you find absolutely no pleasure in it to the point where you don't notice it anymore. So despising is a form of rejection and removal where you are so removed in your mind and heart and pleasure from this thing that even if it exists right next to you, you will never notice it because it holds no pleasure for you. No pleasure at all. And so the tzaddik, who is the perfect tzaddik, despises evil, meaning to say that because it is unholiness, he sees no pleasure in it. It, it doesn't draw him. It holds no attraction for him. How, did he dis- how does he come to this disdain and this despising of evil? Because of his love for God. Because his love for God is so all-consuming that all his pleasure is in godliness, there is no no room for the unholy to introduce any other kind of pleasure. And so the totality of his devotion to God makes his rejection of evil also total. So he despises evil utterly. Because holiness and unholiness are opposites. So where all the love and all the pleasure is in holiness, then there is no pleasure left for unholiness. They are mutually exclusive. Kedoshiv, as it says, David HaMelech says, I hate them with an utter hate, those who are against God. They are my enemies. So what is this meaning of search my heart and know or search me and know my heart. That's the second half of, of the description of a tzaddik gomur. He says, I hate them with an utter hate. And that's because of my love for God. Search my heart and you will see that my love for God is complete. And that's what, cre- what causes me to hate them with an utter hate. And so, kifi erach geidu Hashem, to the degree with which one loves God, to that degree is the hate 
for the unholiness and the disgust or the despising of evil. Because despising is the opposite of love, just as hate is the opposite of love. Only despising is an even more acute and more and stronger form of rejection than is hate. So the perfect tzaddik is one who loves God with a level of pleasure that leaves no room for any other pleasure. And so the evil is out of the question. The evil is eliminated not because of any particular reason. The tzaddik gomer doesn't need a reason. He has no room. He has no pleasure. He has no acceptance of evil because of his total devotion and total pleasure in godliness. And as we'll see in tomorrow's Shia, the imperfect tzaddik also despises evil, but he despises evil for a reason. And the very fact that he needs a reason for which to despise the evil, that itself makes him an imperfect tzaddik. In the Hayyim Yayim, for the 15th of Tevis, the Rebbe writes, first an amendment in the text of Teir Eir where in Teir Eir Divra Maschel Eisri in Sifa Maschel Vihine Zehu it should read Tzarech Liyeis Vehaaloas Nitzutze Shanafu Afilu HaBehemes Yisalu Kamei Shehoye Betchilas then the Rebbe says Haskeis Ushma Yisrael this is from the Fidik Rebbe where the Fidik Rebbe said um, on the Posuk, prepare yourself and hear. Listen and hear. Ha'eis hazeis he meyed ha'geula yedei Mashiach tzikena. This era is a time for the redemption through Mashiach tzikena. Vahayisurim ha'boyim oleinu hemchevle Mashiach, and the suffering that is coming upon us. These are the birth pangs of Mashiach. The Ein Yisrael Nigolan Ela B'Tshuva. And, and Jews are redeemed only through Tshuva. And so, the thing to do in these birth pangs of Mashiach is to do Tshuva. And this the Fidik ever wrote in the early 40s. Al-Ta'aminu l'Neviye HaShekir. Do not believe the false prophets. Those who promise you all sorts of salvation and help after the war. Instead, remember the word of God. Cursed is the man who puts his trust in man who places his reliance for help in mortals, and thereby turns his heart from God. Shuva Yisrael Adashem Return Israel to God your God. V'hochin atzmecha. And prepare yourself, O Beischa, and the members of your family, V'kabul Pnei Mashiach Tzitkeinu, to receive the coming of Mashiach, Habo Bekariv Mamesh, who is coming literally, imminently. And this was the Rebbe's, Rebbe's statement concerning the promises that were being made about the good life 
that will follow after the war in Israel, in America. And the Rebbe warns us not to trust in that and not to believe that that is the salvation. But instead, we are ready for the coming of Mashiach and not to exchange that, the total and complete redemption, with uh, a temporary and imaginary peace.